0: Hey, I'm Michael Dorinda, and I'm Jake Bennett, and welcome to episode ninety-five of the North Mead South Web Podcast.
1: All right, so Eric Barnes says I've been away all weekend, so is having a hey email address a political statement now, or does that come next week? What do you think? What do you think? I think it's now. What an
0: absolute unmitigated disaster <laughs> for that for base camp! Like oh, I don't man. know, dude. What... I've got
1: I've got opinions. I've got opinions, but. It doesn't matter. I don't think everybody. So everybody just hates their guts, right?
0: That's pretty yeah, much what it was. It's a very, to. very quick turnaround. Like everyone looked up to. Well, everyone except for Ian Landsman looked up to them in terms of management practices and running a remote company and and good things. But it seems like just they've they've lost half their workforce in the space of a yeah. weekend. Yeah, uh, it's like a third. Terms, I think
1: of, I heard it was a third, but it might be more. It since. was
0: yeah. Well. I think it was it got close to... I think the the last time I saw it was 20 or 21 out of their 56 person company so mm-hmm. It's yeah. um but and I it seems don't like it's like
1: it's like a uh like a almost I, I even saw like some of them were like um like when they left it was like I'm leaving and I am, this is the position and I refuse to work on anything else on any of these products that I've worked on for the last many years. I will not maintain anything else. I'm making no more commits. Mm. I am done. And it's like, hmm, okay. Mm. So they didn't leave like on good terms at all. Even it wasn't like, yeah. I'm regretfully leaving. It's like, I'm spitefully leaving. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Not all it's of them. Certainly like, not I think all of
0: them. One, one of the people that left was like a core Rails contributor and things like that. And they're like, yeah, I'm not I even going to touch yeah. Rails anymore. So yep, yep. we don't, you know, we've only seen one side of it. In terms of like we've seen what's come out publicly on Twitter and mm. you know, from the employees that have been tweeting and things like that. But you don't lose a huge chunk of your senior like th- these are people that have been there seven years, ten years, fifteen years, things like that. You don't these people don't just up and leave because your CEO posts a blog post on on your blogging platform, right? That has to have been I don't know. Like it seems like nah, maybe it, it feels more like a straw. If it feels more like the straw that broke the camel's back to me. I I don't yeah, think sure. that, you know, it was kind of weird that they, it sounded like the first that a lot of the, the their employees heard about this was on Twitter, that, you know, they saw the blog post and it was like, wow, okay. And and I was listening to, to Daniel and, and Caleb talking about it on the No Plans to Merge yesterday, and they're like, you know, it's, it's, it's not like they kind of like tack this on to that policy it was front and center this is the number one thing like no no pol- political stuff and it's and it's kind of a weird take for them to have considering how political DHH is. Even their books like, and, and stuff, yeah. I mean, yeah, like, all their books. books are, like, and, he's always and, and, I mean, grandstanding. Like, he's always going after, yeah. you know, Apple, and... But that's not... It's all I mean, political stuff. Again, uh, that's it's always, just, like...
1: That's not based on, like... Like, he's not tweeting from the Basecamp account, though. It's his account, right? Mm, like, it's DHH, no. which I understand is, like, practically basecamp.
0: It's it's his account, but it's as good as yeah, it's as right, good so like as whenever basecamp.
1: he's introduced. It's like DHH creator of basecamp and like rails whatever whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like I understand that they're almost synonymous practically, but it's basically I think those are just like here are his credentials, right? But they always have been from sure. like his personal space. It's never like, I don't know. But I mean whatever. I mean if Taylor says something, I mean it is representing Laravel in some sense because he's the creator of Laravel, right? So mm-hmm. So, yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, I, I do get what you're yeah. saying. I think they, you know, with like everything's like tumultuous times right now, right? So, I think it's um, everything is so politically charged. I think it was just maybe easier to like say, yep, we're not doing that anymore. But, yeah. you know, again, with as much with as charged as everything is, like people are definitely going to have reactions to that one way or the other. Yeah. So,
0: and like doing it publicly, yeah. what appears to have been like public first is, and that's always been their shtick, right? That they're a yeah, sure. public company and that they communicate publicly and and i understand that but this is the kind of thing that you would probably try and run past some people first internally it's it's like we're going to tell you all about our company but we're going to tell you about the things that we've done at our company in retrospect not public first kind of thing so hmm. uh, yeah, yeah it, it oh. um you know and and then like the 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 rework podcast had like a 90 second thing come out that they were just like they were taken back by it. it's just like we're not going to do this anymore. Like Waylon, who who is one of the hosts of that podcast, has since said that she's leaving the company. Yeah, I heard um, that too, So yeah. I saw that I, she was I, like, yeah, super sad to be leaving the podcast. Blah blah blah, whatever. Yeah, i i get the I get the feeling that like it seems like it's the straw that broke the camel's back. It's not. If it's not, you know, it you seems like
1: a bit of an overreaction.
0: I mean It maybe seems like an overreaction for people yeah. to leave if if this is like just happened. I. I don't, I don't think, I mean, it, and it, it, you know, it's six months salary and people that have been there for a long time, like six months salary is a good, good runway if you are already sure. looking yeah, for something, always, but yeah, exactly. this is, this is a, a wide spectrum of, you know, tenured employees and and senior employees and things like that. So it's interesting. It's going to be, I think it's going to be difficult for them to hire a diverse or a set of replacements a now that they've got the set out of there. replacements. They've, yeah. they've kind of like, this is the company that we are. And for an underrepresented person or a, or a minority or whatever, to, they're not, they're not going to want to go and work at base camp. Like they're going to get more people that are just like them. Um mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and maybe intentionally, I don't know. I don't know. M- yeah. It's kind of grim, but um yeah. I think they're going to that survive. Is, that is the I thing. I think they're going to survive. Oh, th- I think they're going to make it. Of course it. they will, you know, yeah, because we as as technical people, you know, we and we observe this and we see this, but you know, Basecamp is a multi-million dollar enterprise across you know, how many different industries like most of the most of their customers wouldn't even know about this to be honest. I wouldn't yeah. have thought.
1: Yeah, we're we're still using it. I mean like it's a good product. I don't I mean <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, like, it, yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't think they're gonna feel a whole lot of reper- repercussions. I mean, like, certainly, like with the developers leaving, they're, that's gonna suck. I mean, like, can you imagine if like a third of your workforce left tomorrow? you like, would be like, oh my gosh. Well, that would be like, me. Who picks like, up? I am all the a third pieces? of my
0: developer workforce.
1: <laughs> yeah, you are a third, right? So, like, I guess it makes it, You know, it's hard too. Like when you're developing software, I mean, like, you know, I mean, I guess there was there was customer service, there was you know, mm. team leads, there was whatever, there was. Yeah, there's was a cross section of, of the
0: of the company that left.
1: Yeah, I have a feeling, though, they're going to figure out... I mean, they got, this, the thing is, I mean, here's the deal. Like, it, it wasn't like... And it, this is sort of how it is with them. It, it wasn't like a snap decision. It didn't feel like either, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, if you read the follow-up blog post that DHH said, it wasn't like he was, like, shying away from it. It was more like, yeah. yep, this is what we're doing, and here's why. He, like, doubled down. Yeah. It was more like, was no, no, no This was not a mistake. This mm-hmm. is exactly why and like the post that he made made sense i just don't think people like respect that perspective so mm. i don't know i don't know
0: they're smart people um
1: yeah. i think
0: i think doubling down you know trying to justify that position right rightly or wrongly i i'm not i'm not going to say whether it's right or wrong for their business you know whatever mm-hmm. whatever they, they want to do as business owners is is their prerogative as business owners but i think the way they went When about it was kind of wrong
1: yeah so like when people are asking like should they be allowed to the answer is yes but they also suffer the consequences of their decisions as well right so mm -hmm. the third of a people leaving is the suffering of the consequences of their choices so it's like that's just how it is you know people are allowed to leave i respect the fact that they gave six months of severance i think that was really big of them like hey listen you know what if you don't like it we respect that we're going to pay you if you want to leave we want to give you runway and treat you well like that was big of them i mean like they could have been total jerks about it too right so like you said, maybe the people who were maybe the 6 month severance was like, you know, people who had been there, maybe maybe they're long-tenured employees, maybe it's just like, you know what, I've been wanting to leave for a while but I haven't really had the runway. Maybe people, you know, they haven't saved 6 months worth mm. of salary. So this is sort of mm. like an opportunity for them to jump
0: ship and find something else or And the thing um, is they'll have 6 months of salary and they're going to find another job somewhere. To, correct. Oh yeah,
1: 100%. And and then you got to be careful you know, too because it's not like all the people who left are bigots and racists either. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> and no. it's, you know what I mean? So, like, you have the people who left, and like, that's fine. And, like, you know, we should understand and be, you know, sensitive to the fact that they have their reasons for leaving. But also, there's people who are staying as well, and that doesn't make them bad people either. So, correct. Anyway, reasons, reasons. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's complicated. And, and, um, but anyway, it's been interesting to see it all shake out. I mean, the Twitter world yeah. is a harsh one to catch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man. They and, be like, brutal. at the
0: end of it, DHH just went back to tweeting about Apple and stuff. So, he, sure.
1: yeah, I guess he's was he He's fine over it. About yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, yeah. All right. So, hey, what's going on in your world?
0: Uh, not a lot. It's uh, it's starting to get a bit. Well, I say it's starting to get a bit colder, but it's we've had nice weather here, so it's not not all as bad as I thought it was going to be. But um, yeah, work is work is going on. I'm starting to you know to to see more things and uh, write some more code now, which is which is nice. Um, nice. I. And I'm uh, I'm still like I'm writing some new code to existing systems at the moment. So Are I'm, you writing, I'm like, writing some vanilla stuff. PHP. Yeah, vanilla PHP. How's it going? Uh, PHP 54 It's it's not too bad. It's I had to I had to stop and think the other day. How do I load it? Like how do I register a class? Because there's no composer. So I'm, oh, I'm, I'm yeah. writing oh, classes, really? but I'm like, how do I do this? So you can't like I shim just created...
1: composer in there.
0: I I kind of just went like. You know, require autoload.php and then put a whole bunch of requires there in go. there. because it's yeah, not like right. That's I'm, pretty not, much what I'm not loading anyway, right? you know hundreds of classes. Um, so I don't really need to worry too much about PSR four and things like that. It's just load the things from this directory once here, and um, the, it's it's fine. It's you know just just shimming in some new functionality to to do some stuff. So no, is there any like tests um, like? I
1: mean, you could probably do like unit tests on like a new class though, right? Like if you're putting yeah. in a new class, oh, a whole sure. new class.
0: Yeah, yeah could, could do that. The, the, like the infrastructure is not there for it in terms yeah, sure. of like around it. And I'm I'm building a new feature for an existing application, but standalone to the application. Yeah. So I I don't I don't have the context of the app that I'm building this new piece of functionality for, which is okay. fun. So they've got a class responsible for connecting to the database. So it uses PDO and all of that kind of stuff. And that that's fine but it's in a shared library file that i require but i don't actually have that file on this on the server that i'm developing so i can't go and look at like what are the other methods in this class what are they doing you know what should i be calling it's on another server so when when my code is is written and saved it then gets slurped up and sent to another server which actually has that file that's being included from there so it's a matter of like just include this file and it will work when you refresh the browser kind of thing. So yikes. It's um it's it's kind of programming blindfolded with one hand tied behind my back. Um mm-hmm. but I will survive the short term. <laughs>
1: yeah. I would be interested. So like have you um we've we've talked about this before. There's this website, and I think it was maybe maybe when you're at your old job it was basically how to rewrite legacy code was sort of the uh, i've got it open in my browser here understandinglegacycode.com
0: yeah yeah what is it now understanding, understanding legacy understandinglegacycode.com
1: yeah 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 so have you been reading through that at all has that been
0: helpful i keep seeing the tab open and going yeah i should read that but uh <laughs> haven't haven't um, been doing it. I've, what i what what i have been doing is I have been documenting stuff like adding code comments and, and things like that into sort of more, I, I'd say obscure, I guess obscure in the context of the code base, but sort of modern in terms of things that, that we would write. So, you know, if I'm using an array map, I'm kind of explaining what that's doing, why I'm doing it that way. Sort of doing light, eloquent models in so far as that, you know, defining properties on a class and like loading them in using like a find method and things like that just to, to pull stuff out of the database. But then being conscious of the fact that doing things like this is going to introduce N plus one queries, So then figuring out how to like load all of the related models or the related database records up front and then sort of like mapping over them and then assigning them back to the, like the, basically what Laravel does when you use an eager load, but doing it manually. Oh my. Yeah. Fun times. <laughs> um, and like, you know, it's a two page thing. There's, there's three models or three database tables that I hit. So it's not, it's not huge. And so there's going to be some level of refactoring later based on, you know, some code review and things like that. I I get that. And it would just be a matter of going, you know, figuring out what I'm doing, what they're doing, and and kind of meeting in the middle. Because I'm, like, as I said, I'm doing it blindfolded with a hand tied behind my back. So it's a bit tricky to know whether I'm I'm down the right path or not. Because I can't even see the other code in the context of the application to see you know, what I'm doing relative to how they've written the rest of the application to, to see how different it is. I mean, I guess it's so.
1: interesting that you're able to do that. Like the thing that you're writing is so yeah. able able to be so isolated from the system that you don't even have to tie into anything else. I mean, mm. you mm. pretty much are writing a brand new application, just there's no framework to go along with it, right? I mean, so correct, yeah. I don't know, good and bad. I mean, maybe that speaks to the fact that it's like sort of been um, compartmentalized, like the different pieces, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's modular definitely, at least.
0: Yeah it is modular so you know adding this extra thing is is okay i'm i'm having to like do validation Yeah, you know, i'm submitting a form that has four fields that mm. i need to validate so painful bro and and doing oh. it manually
1: like oh that <laughs> hurts so bad
0: and you can't and pull all in of the, like
1: can you pull in just a single pack can you just pull in like laravel validate like no no you nah, can't pull in ignite nah. stuff or what is nah, that stuff for calling is it ignite
0: eliminate the torch yeah Elimin- yeah the, the torch, torch repository, whatever. yeah no, no, I can't even do that kind of stuff. So it's it's because you can't. It bring makes you really sit back. Correct, yeah. It really yeah, makes you sit back PHP and appreciate. 5/4. Yeah, none, none of it will work. So it's it's it really makes you appreciate all of the stuff that a framework not not even like Laravel specifically, but that that a framework does do for you. Yeah, you know, implementing routing. How do you know how when a post happens? What do you do? Like we're not we're not routing to a method called oh create or save or whatever. Where dollar we're like, sign underscore post. Yeah, dollar if you know, not empty dollar underscore post and is set dollar underscore get action and dollar mm. and then like switching mm. over the action to make sure that it's like the right thing for creating a new new item in the database and things like that. Dang. So it's um dang, dang, dang. Yeah, you yeah you, man, you don't realise how much boilerplate you're writing when you know when you're doing this stuff by hand. And and some of the stuff needs to be used in other parts of the application. So that's the main reason that I've done it in classes because it's easier to, to, say like here is the class call this method on this thing and just like pass in an array and things like that. So, so here's a question. I mean, the, this
1: part of the application that you're writing is this to do with like the core functionality of the product or is this just like a front
0: end? Like, no, this is the front end. So we've got okay. we've got some like end of financial year stuff coming up and we're we're introducing like promotional pricing and things like that so this is just around managing the, the promotional pricing okay gotcha
1: all right so that's not too bad i was going to say like it seems like at some point in the future you're going to get large enough that they were going to require or maybe the clients that you're bringing on are going to require some sort of like proof that you're actually secure you know what i mean mm-hmm. or something like that mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. not leaking information about the contacts that you're making or whatever whatever yeah And at that point, it's going to be quite crucial that you're able to stay relatively up to date with a version of PHP that is not full of holes and no longer receiving security updates, right? Yeah. I'm just curious if there's a plan around that or if it's just like, well, we're like growing fast and like maybe we're going to sell and exit by that point and then Mm. somebody else can deal with the problem. Or Mm. if like they're in it for the long haul and like they're planning on saying like, okay, well, at that point, we'll we'll hire some more folks who their specific job will just be to refactor, right? And it over over to something that can be a little bit more modern. I don't know. I mean, yeah. like, have have you guys discussed that at all? Is that something you're aware of? Or is that just like higher level strategy?
0: I've had some conversations and there there is some plan around, you know, some of the core parts of the application. And, and you know, I've spoken about this before. Some of the core parts of the application are just going to stay as they are. There will be some introduction of Laravel in some places, there is a couple of applications that do need to be rewritten, modernized, changed, whatever. So there is certainly the ability to do that, but right now it's a matter of dealing with urgent business stuff or more pressing yep. matters in terms of you know getting bits and pieces up to date.
1: You ever heard of that, um, that book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People?
0: I've heard of the book, I've never read it. Okay, I think I've got the yeah. book and I've never read it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a slog, man. It's a it's like uh, it's thick and the page, the words are really small. One of, the, uh, one of the things, though, in that book is Sharpen the Saw. That's what it's called. And they give an illustration of these people that, you know, you're walking through the woods and you come across two guys who are trying to cut down this tree. And they've been at it for a long time. You can tell because they're like just dying, right? Just trying to cut mm-hmm. down this tree. And um, you notice that the saw is like super dull, right? It's just like incredibly like it's like, you know, not even sharp at all anymore. And you suggested them, you know, hey, maybe you should stop and and sharpen your saw. It would go a lot yeah. faster. Like, no, 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 we don't have time. We don't have time. We got to cut all yeah. these trees down. Yeah. Like we've got ten more to go after this one. We we don't have time to sharpen the saw. We got to cut this tree down. And the <laughs> the idea being that like you have to sometimes take the time to sharpen the saw so that you mm. can move forward more rapidly, right? Um, and the mm-hmm. idea being too that like, like if you're in the idea that like if you're in the same position so like if i've been in the same position for like eight years um and i do nothing to advance my career or get better at what i'm doing you're going to be outdated like you're no longer going to be relevant if the company starts Mm -hmm. to move on you're not going to have be able to offer any more you know assistance like you haven't made yourself better at all right so the idea too being that like you know take time to better yourself take time to learn more and continue you know do continuing education sort of stuff but like in this specific situation it's sort of the idea of like you know we don't have time to do refactoring because we're too busy doing you know requirements of the business that we have new requirements and it's like i understand it's more expense and all that stuff and like hash you know like real world real world problems like you have to actually Mm. serve your customers come up with the features whatever but yeah, it's gonna eventually have to. It's gonna it's gonna hurt yeah. too. It's gonna hurt like the dickens. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, so it'll man. be it'll be interesting. Like they're not they're not totally against not totally against it, but they're also like not not ready to just jump into a wholesale rewrite of stuff. Which sure. is which oh, yeah, is fine. I get too. and yep. you know, yep. it took a little while. You know, even at my last job to to get Laravel. I think I was in there six or 12 months before we started looking at Laravel and figuring out even how we could bring it in and and the way that we went about it. I think this would be a little bit different because the, the the existing code base, just without having seen it, it so feels... So have you literally not seen it? They won't let you see it? No, that's, that's okay. a whole other discussion. It's like a to proprietary a thing, right? It's yeah, like a
1: proprietary, yeah. like, well, you haven't been on Correct. long
0: enough. I kind of get that. I mean, I gotta get that into a certain sense, honestly. Yeah, um, it's... Um, yeah there's they they've like exposed bits and pieces of it to me and 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 things like that, but it's um it's certainly not something that I've ever seen out in the wild personally before or even heard about to be honest uh yeah, so that's interesting
1: because I think I remember you saying that kind of like when you were first coming on as it was it was like well. Uh, we don't really want you to have like a local copy of all of the code because, you know, who's to say you don't take it and run and sell it to somebody yeah. else or otherwise like leak it. Yeah. to Like, you know, if somebody stole your laptop or something, right? And now hmm. our code is out there. So, yeah. Yep. That's yeah. A whole I, other I, ball I of understand blacks, it from, a, you know, we,
0: we built we the business on it and, you know, we're, totally. we're protective of our IP and all that kind of stuff. But yep, 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 yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Yep. That makes sense.
1: Okay. Well, we can move on from that if you'd like to. It, uh, hmm. It's good though. I mean, I'm, I'm glad to hear that you're kind of being able to write new stuff. I would say it would be cool if even at the, even at like a very, very small micro level, just like if you're able to say like, Hey, I know we don't have tests, but I made a development only auto load composer sort of deal that pulls in an old version hmm. of PHP unit. And I wrote like five tests and yeah. here's what it looks like, right? Like, I don't know the, if that's Yeah, they're
0: not right. against tests. The, the new stuff that I've written has, you know, because it's just how it is, it's, it's come with tests. So they're not that's against good. it. or uh, well, they're not all against it. Uh, <laughs> oh, some of them are? Some of them are like, oh, it's too <laughs> slow. It takes too much time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, the, it'll it'll be just something that etches in. I'm like, well, this is just how I write code. I, I write the tests and I write the code. And that's how we know that when we change st- stuff, that, that things don't break, so... It's, and I know that there's a lot of like, oh, there's no time to write tests and all of that kind of stuff. Same thing, and you, and right, you see same it thing. online, yeah. but it's like, yeah, but we can't also, we also can't afford to not write them. So, yeah. you know, it's just like, if I tell you it's going to take this long, that means it's going to take this long, including the test. And if you feel right. like that's taking too long, then you know. yeah, let me know. Yep. But at the same time, I'm not going to fight them on it. Like if they, they decide that, you know, we're just going to manually test it, go through, step all the forms and all that kind of stuff. Um, then, and not have tests, then that that's fine. That, that I mean, that that changes the where the time is spent. You know, instead of the automated tests that yeah verify said, things you know, as you are going, it means that someone's got to sit there at the end and do QA. And yeah. and you know, the the guys that are doing it, they're really good at it. They've picked up some stuff that that I hadn't noticed. You know, even in terms of doing you know responsive testing and things like that. Checking the browser and and all that nice. kind of stuff like that's cool. They're quite they're quite attentive and they've got good attention to detail and you know they pick things up that I don't notice and sometimes when you get in the weeds you, you kind of don't. You need to come out and have that that high level overview of stuff. But um, for for the most part, like they're they're very very diligent and and I guess you know lots of experience in having to be diligent because they don't have the test there to, to, to have their back. I wonder. So like,
1: is there so? Uh, I think QA, te- QA teams are really good when they're good, um, which sounds dumb to say, which is like obviously. Mm. But the only reason I say that is because we've had some recent experiences with our own phone provider where we'll do like a new call flow and they'll be like, okay, yep, we just got to put it through like QA. And then once QA has approved on it and signed off on it, we'll send it over to you guys. So Like our engineer team is going to work on it, then our QA team. So it's like we get it and it's like broken out of the out of the like, you know, immediately like it, we we go yeah. through like two tests and it's like no it's broken it's not working like what does that, what is the qa team even doing like the qa team yeah. is like either they're incompetent or they're just not doing anything you know what i mean mm-hmm. so the qa team is good as long as they're good um i mean like i'm curious if there's like consequence or something like that is there any weight put on them for like if you do ship a bug that was obvious and easy to catch that they did not catch you know what no I
0: mean? and like we missed a couple of things recently that, that were pushed out and it was like Oh yeah, we'll we'll just fix that and, and get it sorted out. There's not you know, it's not AQA team as such, it's just one okay. of the other the the seniors so, well, okay. one of the other developers that have been here for a while. They're they're just good at it. Click through it and be like, Yeah, let's make sure this actually works. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's cool.
1: Yeah, and well, look, hey, some people I mean, are
0: good like that and they definitely pay attention and, and they're they've got that attention to detail and some of us like me just I'll I'll rather have the test there to back me up because that means I know. Every time that I make a change that I can just, you know, run PHP unit and it'll tell me if I've done anything wrong kind of thing. Yeah. And I mean, the tests are only as good as the person writing them. You know, if you're not testing the edge cases and you're not not testing the gray areas. um, If someone finds something, then, you know, you've got to write that test to to first prove that that's a broken thing and then put the fix in. And that way, you know that you won't get the regression in the future. So,
1: yeah, yep, yep. Well, hey, man, I know you're on a short schedule today because I've... uh, been a little bit late getting started here. I had to do. I mean, it's going to rain tomorrow. I had to mow my lawn at like starting at seven thirty, and then at least you got the sun now. You got that daylight yeah, saving.
0: True. Yeah, man, it's been great. And Whereas then, I look uh, outside and I'm like, gee, it must be almost bedtime, and then it's only six thirty at night. And it's like, dang, exactly. it's got another two hours of this. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I have to trick the kids into getting into bed early tonight. So what's going on? And mm. then I had to
1: clean up my dryer vent, which I don't know if you've ever had to do that. That's a blast. It doesn't um, sound like
0: fun. I'm glad I do no, not have a
1: dryer. Do <laughs> you don't hold on. Hold on, hold on. You don't have a dryer,
0: Hey, I live in Australia. We put stuff outside in the sun, and we're lucky if it doesn't catch on fire. Whoa, okay, that is
1: wild. <laughs> I've never. I mean, I literally. I mean, sure, my mom used to do that when I was a kid. Like she'd put stuff out on the line, but
0: like we also had a dryer. That's nah, amazing. We we um, don't never never had. Did you just put it all? Outside? I, I've. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we've got indoor like clothes errors that we use when it's raining and things like that. But yeah, I've never, I've never had a dryer. I never had a dryer growing up. It was always just put on the clothesline kind of thing. Um, and so we, you guys don't have one. Have. You guys have
1: one. Or we she, no, had we one have one. She, she had, had one, one growing up. She had one growing up, yeah. But we don't Gotta have one. It. No. Nice. All right, man. Hey, I might have to try that in the summertime here. let might have to try that. Yeah.
0: Just hang it up. out on the line. Gives you a good excuse right. to go out and listen to some podcasts.
1: Exactly. Nice. All right. I could do that. My wife would probably like that. She'd be like, yeah, why don't you go help me with the laundry? Because, I mean, with four kids, you can imagine. Never really Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we get a lot of
0: laundry even with just two. I can't imagine four
1: and two of them being girls and they like to change their clothes and it's
0: yeah <laughs> yeah
1: fun times we don't I know mean, what well, he does
0: at child care his clothes always come back filthy from child care <laughs> but we were out all day yesterday and he like <laughs> you can just wear those clothes again tomorrow it's fine so
1: yeah yeah well again yeah and boys are so tough on clothes too with mean, grass stains on the knee you know what i mean all mm-hmm. sorts of that good stuff yeah except for you guys yeah. don't have grass stains because you just have astroturf so hey that's cool too. yeah that's it <laughs> all right man i know you're i know you got to go let's wrap this one up this was episode 95 thanks everybody for hanging out with us and for uh listening to some of our opinions and challenges and all that fun stuff uh you can find show us for this episode at northmeetsouth.audio slash 95 head us up on twitter at michael dorinda at jacob bennett at north south audio or uh yeah that's it and then rate us up in your podcatcher of choice five stars would be amazingly appreciated that's it folks we'll see you in the
0: fortnight catch ya bye bye